the past three years, Jordan Love, every single day, has been working with Rodgers to make sure that if something would happen to Rodgers, he would be the next up and he wouldn't be a step down. He'd be a step up, so to say. And so this is finally his third year. I've only seen video, and the Packers have been limited for the media who can kind of film things for Jordan Love because they want him to be a surprise here in week one against the Bears. And from what I've seen, the man's been throwing dimes. I mean, he has been looking really good. Now, Fields for the Bears is a run-style quarterback, and he's got that long arm if needed. For Jordan Love, he's more of a pass-style quarterback, and the run game really is limited. He doesn't have much speed, but he sure does have a good arm. Well, I think both fans are excited because they finally have a direction that's been clear-cut now for a year. And the other sports uh, are in the midst of their own rebuilding, as you mentioned, and every sport has sort of a different dynamic. In basketball, you can you, you can probably do it quicker. It's, it's more um, of a process where you have to bottom out, and I think they did that. I, I think the worst is probably over. Dylan Cease is a kid. Saw a video of him last year around this time, and I, I saw videos, clips of him in, in some games, a small sample size in a ball. He was in a ball. And I said, this kid looks pretty good. I like the way he looked. He gave me a good feel. You know, mechanically, he looked good. He threw his pitches, had a good body, a lot of good things, attributes, assets, gifts that he has. That's the question is whether or not he really is going to be the franchise quarterback that they believe he will be. I was wondering at first if he was able to be, be their coach, like take the friendships away for a little bit, and they're still all going to be friends and everything, and they all have those relationships, but it's a new relationship now with Ross being the manager. It proves why they brought in Ross. Ross has done a lot different than what Madden would do. As the season's gone on, and right now what I'm thinking is the Cubs front office did a great job bringing him in. So, you know, we always talk about whenever we get asked this question, you know, we say, we say how we love Melissa in the sense that Melissa was somebody that we all knew for years prior. So, you know, it was hard having her leave, but once Leah came, I mean, it was amazing. It was a whole new vibe. It, you know, we're, we're trying to win a championship here, and we know Leah's going to get us there. It's a positive season because you answered your biggest question, and that was whether or not you actually had a quarterback for the long term, and you do in Justin Fields. You have to really make the most of the cards you're dealt with this off season. Well, that was probably the most disappointing thing that I saw coming out of the trade deadline is getting rid of Jake Berger. And it was always refreshing to see someone out there in Jake Berger just getting hits, hitting home runs, just making you excited to go to the game. And it's exciting to get all these, you know, pitching prospects out there. But, you know, the other half of the coin is we need run support for these pitchers. And if they're not going to get getting it, they're going to lose these games. Getting rid of Berger just doesn't help us in that department if our hitters don't want to hit, but these new pitchers come in. Hey, this is Nate Jones. Hey, everyone, it's Luke Stockmeyer. This is Neil Doyle. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score, an ISU Redbird alum. Hey, everybody, Marcus Grant. Hey, this is Alex Doliner. Hey, Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. Now time. Now time. It's now time. It's now time for the fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 75th episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know is about their sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farrow here with you on September 9th, 2023, welcoming listeners to the 75th episode of Will's fifth quarter special. I'm your host for this special edition. 
edition of the fifth quarter sports talk where we are talking about one of the biggest and most historical rivalries in the nfl that's right will Smith quarter special fans it's bears packers week one preview so we're going to get right into some talk with our guest about that in just a little bit it's now time will Smith quarter special fans for the segment that takes fans deeper into a quote from the average sports interview do you ever want to know more about a quote made by an athlete coach or front office person it's will's weekly sports quote where we read between the words and fill you in on what you want to know. Each week we will feature a new quote from a sports interview or press conference along with our expert analysis after the quote is stated. For the first time in Will's Quarter Special History, this is a segment where you will get a different Will's Weekly Sports Quote in any blog post, live stream, or audio episode. Fans, we want you to join the conversation, too. You can share a quote we don't pick that stands out to you right on our social media and website contact page under willsfifthquarterspecial.com contact page. We will feature fan quotes selected right on future Will's Weekly Sports Quote content. The fourth quarter buzzer has now sounded. Media officials have now turned off their recording device and mics. Athletes, coaches, and other talent have left the presser. It is now time for your Will's weekly sports quote. Now this Will score special fans, there were quite a few to choose from this week that really caught my interest and I picked one that is courtesy of Josh Rock of NBC Sports Chicago on September 6th around 10.52 a.m. it says, courtesy of X on Twitter. And he is quoting quarterback Justin Fields on his opportunity to flip the rivalry script against the Green Bay Packers. So this is what Justin Fields said. It's week one. It's the most important game. I'm not looking towards history. I'm looking at now. So simple, concise, and straight to the point, courtesy of Josh Schrock of NBC Sports Chicago asking that question to Justin Fields. So right there is our Will's Weekly Sports Quote, guys. I'm going to get right into it. So it's pretty simple. Will's score special fans, it's really interesting because this will be the first time in 20, 30-so years that the Bears aren't facing quarterbacks like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. They're facing a first-time starter at quarterback for Green Bay and Jordan Love, who we've seen have talent when he had to come in in situations, but we don't know what we're going to see. So I like what Justin Fields is saying. New Chicago Bears teammates of Justin Fields, like DJ Moore, Gervon Dexter, current players like Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, Darnell Wright, the new rookie offensive tackle, they're raving about how Justin Fields is in a leadership role. So I think that really ties into how he's saying it, not just why he's saying this uh, in this quoted conversation. He's focusing on week one, and that's what you need to do. A lot of quarterbacks can maybe get nervous, frantic around week one, but he's not looking towards history of the rivalry. Right now, he's focused on, hey, let's get into week one, let's get a good win, hopefully, and get the season started on the right foot. And Justin Fields has a lot to be proud of. He's done a lot in the offseason in preparation for this year. From what we've heard in training camp and other parts of the offseason, he's really bonded well with some of his newer teammates and weapons. He has Cole Komet returning, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, and new players like DJ Moore, Tyler Scott's a real interesting, Roshan Johnson could be a future everyone for the Bears. So just kind of looking at this quote overall, it really just ties in. Justin Fields is focused on the now, which is what you need to do. Take a week-by-week approach, as some well-known coaches and quarterbacks have said. So I think this is a nice and simple Will's Weekly Sports quote. Really just shows not just how the Bears are focusing in the right format for each week, especially starting the season here on week one tomorrow afternoon on Sunday and hosting the Packers. But Justin Fields is really keeping his focus and composure. And in his leadership role, that's going to rub off in a really positive way on his teammates that's look up to him as a leader and 
the coaches and the staff and GM Ryan Poles looking to him to be a leader for this team. That's our Wheels Weekly Sports Quote. As I mentioned, we do them in blog post form. We do them in live stream form. We did them for the first time, actually, in the history of Wheels Court Special and the early history of Wheels Weekly Sports Quote. You can go onto our YouTube channel to see the first ever live streamed version of a Wheels Weekly Sports Quote and go to our blog at Wheels Fifth Quarter Sports Talk on WheelsFifthQuarterSpecial.com, our website, to see this past week or two when I also did the first Wheels Weekly Sports Quote in blog form, written format. Now headed into the interview portion of the show, it's somebody that's been on the show before. He was on pretty recently for our Redbird Sports Update on episode 73. His debut guest appearance was episode 8 on the show, talking Redbird Sports as well back in 2017. It's a well-known Green Bay Packer fan that I've known for a while. He's an expert on the Green Bay Packers and the NFC North. It's Blickhaus of WJBC. So, Blake's coming on with us here on episode 75 to get us ready for the game tomorrow afternoon where the Chicago Bears host Green Bay. So we're going to get into each team a little bit. We're going to talk about the Chicago Bears, the strides they made in the offseason on the defensive side, the offensive side, improving the offensive line, Justin Fields getting better under Luke Getze. We're going to get into the Green Bay Packers a little bit. They've had, obviously, a big change at quarterback. Looks like they're going to have a few players hurt before tomorrow's games that might not be active for the team. So we're going to talk about how that might impact Green Bay. Green Bay has a pretty strong defense, so we might get into that a little bit as well. We're going to talk about the change in the NFC North between Green Bay and Chicago as Aaron Rodgers left for New York. There's been some change, so it could turn the tide in the history of the rivalry between Green Bay and Chicago. Possibly the Bears could be on the upside, hopefully starting this year and in the future of this rivalry. So we're going to get into that, and then we're going to make our predictions for what might happen in week one's matchup as Green Bay heads to the Windy City for a game tomorrow at 325. So here's an interview with WJBC on-air personality, Blake Haas. Blake Haas, one of the biggest Packer fans I know. I don't know how many times in college, dude, we were talking sports and we were always debating Bears-Packers. Good to have you on the show. Episode 75, preview for a historic rivalry, I'm sure you could agree, in the NFL, the Bears and the Packers. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? It's a pleasure to be back on. Uh, I know just a couple weeks ago we were talking about Illinois State Athletics, but I love to trash talk the Bears. Let's do it. Yeah, so it's interesting. We're going to get into each team a little bit first. So the Bears had a big offseason. GM Ryan Poles just redid a lot of things that needed to be done. Fields, from what we could see, looks a lot more comfortable with his offense. He's got a number one receiver now in D.J. Moore. And improved offensive line. Blake, as somebody that has seen the Bears on the other side of the field as a fan of Green Bay, what are your views of how the Bears have improved during this offseason? Well, that's a great question, Will. And, you know, you can't forget about Chase Claypool as well for the Bears. And I was talking with Jeff Joniak, the voice of the Chicago Bears, yesterday. And I asked him that same question of, well, do you think the Bears have improved during the offseason? They've spent a lot. They've uh, done a lot in the draft room as well. And he said, well, we hope so. That's the hope in Chicago. <laughs> but the, the hope is also if uh, Justin Fields can perform. It's his third year back in the pocket for the Bears. And, you know, there's people on social media, yeah, it's just talk at social media, but people say, well, if Fields doesn't perform this year in his third year, does he maybe move to a wide receiver position? Or does he maybe move to a different position? Or could it be a valuable trade piece here in the offseason? But that's just obviously hearsay. It's just what can Fields do back in the pocket? We know he can run. 
We know he's got an arm, but it's a matter of can he use that arm and will he have enough time back in the pocket. Last year, he was uh, rushed out of the pocket just a ton, so it's going to be different to see what he can do this year. Yeah, I, I think what's really underrated right now is his passing ability. I think the way he was used last year, he's now sadly being pigeonholed, and this is just the way the league is. You know, analysts, reporters, they're going to be doing their due diligence and everything, reporting what they see in their perspectives. But I think he's being underrated in his passing ability and how it's improved. I mean, we've heard Luke Getze say he's more comfortable in the offense. He's worked out a lot with D.J. Moore, Tyler Scott, the rookie, Claypool, and Darnell Mooney, who's rehabbed well from his injury last year and Cole Komet, who got an extension, he's really, really developed a good rapport with this offense. Uh, I'm sure you can agree to some degree, maybe. Do you think Fields has improved his passing enough to be more of a complete quarterback this year? Well, that's uh, also a great question, and that's a question that a lot of people are asking. And, of course, it's week one, so we're going to see what he can do here in the offseason, or in the in the regular season, but in the offseason, he was doing all those workouts, and he was making sure that he had time back in the pocket, too. So those long deep balls. Last year, as I was talking about earlier, he was more of a run quarterback. And if you look at the the league's best players, we're talking to Patrick Mahomes, we're talking, you know, the quarterbacks of the uh, Eagles, we're talking about, the, you know, all those guys. They can run and they can also pass. And that's the biggest thing is can you pass? We know he's got speed with the legs, but can he throw the deep ball? We've seen flashes on that of last year. Yeah, it was a flash in the pan, but can he do that? I think that he can, and especially as a – a Packer fan, our cornerbacks have to be really diligent because they know the Fields has an arm, but yet he can still beat them with the legs. Yeah, we're going to get into that side of uh, our visiting team tomorrow, the Green Bay Packers. So a lot of Packer fans, and I remember you felt this way as well when we were talking about it in our days in ISU, a lot of Packer fans were not happy when they picked Jordan Love at the time because they wanted more weapons for Aaron Rodgers, if I'm not mistaken. So have you – change your stance three years later on that Jordan Love pick now that he's your new starting quarterback? How do you feel about how do you feel about this new quarterback for Green Bay? It's definitely going to be interesting, I'm sure, for Green Bay fans to see what he does. Well, that, that was the whole question in the draft. You know, Rodgers, his whole time as quarterback, never had a first-round pick that was an offensive player. The Packers love to pick for defense, and that's just the way the Green Bay Packers front office has really always been. And here they come along, and they finally pick a guy that is on offense, and he's the backup for Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, we all know the story of how Aaron Rodgers got upset about this, and that's why he was traded to New York to the Jets and many other players as well going to the Jets this year. But for Jordan Love, you know, Aaron Rodgers had many years behind Brett Favre, and he had the years to watch a uh, Hall of Famer, and how he prepared, and how he went about game days, and how he uh, played in practice, and how he watched film, how he dissected film. Aaron Rodgers was that for Jordan Love. The past three years, Jordan Love, every single day, has been working with Rodgers to make sure that if something would happen to Rodgers, he would be the next up, and he wouldn't be a step down. He'd be a step up, so to say. And so this is finally his third year. I've only seen video, and the Packers have been limited for the media who can kind of film things for Jordan Love because they want him to be a surprise here in week one against the Bears. And from what I've seen, just the video, the man's been throwing dimes. I mean, he has been looking really good. Now, Fields for the Bears is a run-style quarterback, and 
he's got that long arm if needed. For Jordan Love, he's more of a pass-style quarterback, and the run game really is limited. He doesn't have much speed, but he sure does have a good arm. So it seems like, from what I've read, that running backs, some of the veterans on the team, I think David Bakhtiari spoke highly of how Jordan Love's done. Uh, Bakhtiari and Rodgers are pretty close. So just to get into that real quick, what is the like energy like in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers at the door? And this is not me taking a shot as a football fan from the Windy City here, Blake, but it, for the average observer, it was obvious that when Rodgers was here during his last few seasons, there was a lot of lack of leadership and disconnect with the team. And could you say maybe with a new face in Jordan Love that that has maybe molded the Green Bay team into a, a better team-first um, roster this year? Well, that, there's no shot there. I mean, that is a very good point. The past two to three seasons, and the third season's a little sketchy, but the past two seasons at least, Rodgers, great quarterback, but brought a ton of noise for uh, the media and for just all the things that were happening with the front office, if he was going to get traded or what he was going to do. And it brought a lot of distractions for this team. The Packers this year, on paper, are the youngest team in the league. And that's on paper. So Jordan Love is one of those young quarterbacks in the league. And I think this offseason, he's been able to really match with the guys because he's the same age as the guys. And he's coming up with the team as well. Where Rodgers was that kind of the old vet that's around the locker room, hey, I need the respect, I need this, I need that. And the team was like, okay, you know, we look at him as that future Hall of Famer, which he probably is going to be. But for Jordan Love, he's that younger guy. And uh, he's from what I've been reading and what I've been seeing, he's been building a lot of respect with the team because every single day he is out there trying to be the best quarterback that he can be. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers on, on week number one? No, we all know that. He's not going to be the best thing ever since sliced bread. But he is going to step up and make a lot of improvements that I think is going to shock a lot of people. Yeah, I really like what you're saying about the rapport there because I heard about two receivers, one we know pretty well from Missouri Valley football in Christian Watson, who's a Green Bay Packer. He'll be entering his second season here. But him and Romeo Dobbs are now reported out for the game. Now, they got Musgrave at tight end, who's supposed to be pretty good for Green Bay. He looked good in the preseason. They obviously got the running backs we know well in the NFC North as Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. But without those two receivers there, you're just talking about how Love throws dimes. Is he going to throw less dimes maybe in this game? Do you see more of a pass catching the running backs? What are you expecting the impact to be with these two losses at wide receiver? Well, with the Packers, they have A.J. Dillon. They got another really good running back as well. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see those kind of uh, uh, slant passes for the, the uh, Packers on this game just because they're without their two top wide receivers. And with Dobbs, I mean, he is going to be the guy that's going to be targeted quite a bit in the same thing with Watson. So I think A.J. Dillon is going to do a majority of the work for Green Bay, and it's going to be a lot of handoffs, a lot of slant passes, a lot of uh, – screen passes to the side as well, maybe a couple of laterals. I don't think you're going to see much of the long game in week number one. Now, week number two, I think, will uh, certainly uh, change the book to a different chapter. So that gets us into the big prediction now for Will score special games, breaking down what we think is going to happen Bears-Packers. Blake, we're going to let you go first. What are your predictions for the game and, like, maybe your predicted score? Like, how do you think the game might go tomorrow in the think- Windy City at Soldier Field? Yeah, great question, Will. That's why I get great questions here on the Will's fifth quarter special. I think, you know, the first 
quarter, it's going to be a little rocky for both teams because this is week number one. We've only had those off-season games where the starters didn't get to play very much. So I think here in week number one, the first quarter or two will be rocky for both sides. You're going to see a lot of third and outs. You're going to see a lot of punts, stuff like that. But I think the second half, once the players start to get the adrenaline out of them and start to take a deep breath and realize, okay, this is for real, this is the season, let's get this thing going. Uh, I think, uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm a huge Packer fan, but I think the Bears' defense is just so strong this year that they're going to pick apart Jordan Love in week number one just because of the fact that this is his first uh, game as the starter for the season. Now, he played a couple of games the past years, yes, but I think uh, the, the Bears' defense will get the best of the Packers. I'm going to go Bears uh, 35, Packers 14, uh, winning this one in Chicago. Wow, that's an interesting one. For me, I'm going to go a different direction a little bit. I do have the Bears winning this one, not with my bias of uh, being a Bears fan, Blake, but <laughs> I do think uh, Fields is taking that next step. I mean, we're going to, we're seeing a different quarterback like we saw in the preseason with um, that improved offensive line. I think aside from the, the wide receiver one coming in, the linebackers, the I think the Bears, in my opinion, have one of the best young secondaries compared, along with Green Bay in the league for sure because of mm. the talent on both secondaries of those teams going into week one. But mm-hmm. I think that offensive line is going to just elevate that Bears offense. Uh, Roshan Johnson's, I think, a big name to watch. He's not your current RB1, but I think he's a rookie running back that will move up the boards this season. Just so much talent, you know, in between tackles and, a uh, really good locker room presence. I have the Bears winning in a close game, 28-14. to 14. So I do have 14 for Green Bay, but you cannot discount Green Bay's talent on defense, in my opinion. I think with kind of the, you know, dip slightly in quarterback now with their younger quarterback coming in, losing Aaron Rodgers in that trade, the defense becomes a stronghold for Green Bay. You know, their secondary – Jair Alexander is really hard to miss in terms of him stopping wide receivers. So 28-14 Chicago, I have Fields getting two touchdowns, and I'm just saying this as a Bears fan, I'd love to see the game start with a DJ Moore deep touchdown pass. (laughs) For Justin Fields to silence those critics, even in Chicago, that do not believe he is a passer. I think he's going to silence those critics tomorrow. Uh, Blake, pleasure to have you on the show here again. Uh, you can tune in to Blake on evenings on WJBC 1230 AM. And uh, we hope to have you on again soon, man. Well, it's been a pleasure. Go Pack Go, Will. I appreciate it. Host Will Farrell with you here on Episode 75 of Will's Score Special Ends. That was a really good debate talking Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears. Just really good to kind of compare both sides. We're able to see a little bit more, and we'll see more on Sunday, what the Bears are going to be facing moving forward when they face Green Bay as Green Bay's new starting quarterback in QB1 is Jordan Love. It's going to be really interesting, I think. Really good insight. I do think, as I talked about in my prediction, I think the Bears are going to have the edge just because Justin Fields has more experience starting at a quarterback position in the NFL through a few seasons. So it's going to give him the upside a little bit, I think, over Jordan Love. He has really good rapport with his weapons. The Bears improved that linebacker and secondary in a big way, as well as the offensive line and defensive line for the most part. So I think the Bears should have the edge tomorrow. But it's going to be a really exciting matchup. I know a lot of Bears fans are worried about facing Jordan Love because we don't know how good he's going to be. But we'll just have to 
be optimistic and uh, see what happens. So as we mentioned, it'll be a 3.25 p.m. kickoff tomorrow as the Chicago Bears host at Soldier Field, the rival Green Bay Packers. Now it's time for the favorite ending of the show segment of the show everyone enjoys it's will sports movie moment we all have our favorite moments not just in the sports we watch but in our own favorite sports movies this segment gives myself and my guest host and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and compare it to modern day sports listeners can hop onto the podcast facebook profile and twitter page and post their own sports movie moment favorite to have a chance to have it featured on future will's Score special episodes so my will sports movie moment choice is football related and i think it's a really good choice it's from a movie called american underdog about the story of kurt warner and it's really going to connect to the two quarterbacks in this game tomorrow and justin fields and jordan love so kurt warner is a quarterback from northern iowa lower ranked division school and he's got a different style of play and the scene goes into week one so trent green gets hurt in the preseason kurt warner has to come in you know they they name him the starter dick Vermeil supports him because he believes he has the talent and the ability to take his team in St. Louis to the next level. And Mike Marks wasn't very confident at first. You know, he wasn't very easy on Kurt, but then the scene goes is when he, Kurt throws an interception to Ray Lewis. And, you know, he's really shaken up by it. This is his first start in the NFL. He's trying to make a good impression. He wants to make a name for himself in his career early on. And it's the scene where Mike talks to Kurt. He says, I wouldn't have picked you and trusted you in my offense that I built here unless I knew you were ready. He believed Kurt was ready and he said, just go get it, do what needs to be done. Kurt said, yes, sir, and he got the job done. It really compares to Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears and also Jordan Love of the Green Bay Packers. In Green Bay, the quarterback Jordan Love is going to be starting as a quarterback for the first time. A lot of people don't know what to expect from that, but more importantly with Justin Fields as well, they fit together like a glove, this comparison of Kurt Warner in the movie based on true story, so Kurt Warner in real life and the movie. Justin Fields adjusting to his new weapons and being more comfortable in the offensive style that Luke Getzia set up here in Chicago for the Chicago Bears. So it really compares to what these two teams will be facing tomorrow against each other when they're playing on offense each time is just making the best of it and seeing that their coaches trust those respective players to do their jobs and to do it in a good, effective way that helps their teams be successful. So if you haven't seen the movie American Underdog, it's a really good movie. That is my Will Sports Movie Moment choice. That is all the time we have in Episode 75 of Will's Fifth Quarter Special. Tune in next time as we always cover Illinois State University Redbird Athletics as it unfolds on our Redbird Sports Up update episodes. The Chicago Sky we will continue to cover as they have just clinched an eighth seed in the upcoming WNBA playoffs. So we'll continue to cover all things Chicago Sky. The Chicago Bears starting their regular season week one tomorrow will have everything you need as it comes out during their regular season. The Chicago White Sox and Chicago Cubs are starting to finish up their major league seasons and we will continue to cover all things on both teams on both sides of Chicago baseball as it continues to unfold. We'll continue to cover all things Chicago Chicago Bulls as well as their offseason continues. I want to thank our guest appearance, Blake Haas, for coming on to the show. Blake, you're a supporter of the show. We appreciate your time. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, you turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Farrow, along with our guest, Blake Haas, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials on our new website at willsfifthquarterspecial.com. Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports, Head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow and share it with us with the hashtag Will's Fifth Quarter Special. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter never stops here at Will's Fifth Quarter Special.